Once again, welcome to this uh, wonderful celebration today. When I came before Mass to explore the altar, as you do, um, I was introduced to this chair I'm now sitting on, and I was told by the person talking to me, it's the best chair we have, Bishop, but it's very uncomfortable. <laughs> this is true. And so, uh, in my few words today, I, I wander around. Uh, that explains why. Okay, I might walk around. But I hope, Philip Thomas, you're very comfortable indeed. And again, my advice to you is relax. Okay, just relax. When I saw the choice of readings for today, and saw the Gospel of St. John, I was delighted. Inevitably, of course, it immediately echoes with the brothers of St. John, the community of St. John, their patron saint. But also there's this unique witness of the apostle, the evangelist John. Probably the youngest of the apostles, probably the oldest of the apostles. And there's a real sense of John, of having been with Jesus for maybe three years or so, okay, and then having spent a lifetime in reflection, in contemplation, in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. And that's so evident when you read his Gospel. Of the four Gospels, St. John most clearly has the clarity, the evidence of great thought, great contemplation, actually editing. If you can imagine, he had a word processor in those days, probably lots of additions, lots of changes, lots of thoughts. And the wonderful thing is, we have the wonderful Gospel of St. John. Often when we talk about St. John, we think of an eagle flying. An eagle has such a wonderful view. He sees everything, all in perspective. But at the same time, such clarity of vision, he can take us even to the most intimate details of our Lord Jesus Christ. I would even say this, I would say that if you want to know Jesus Christ, even to see, to hear Jesus Christ, to be with Jesus Christ, spend your lifetime with St. John. He's the only teacher you need. And so in today's Gospel, there was a lovely phrase struck me, our Lord's own phrase, but the phrase that St. John takes up time and time again. Jesus Christ says, remain in my love. Remain in my love. Remain in the love of the Lord Jesus Christ. Why does Philip Thomas need to tear that to heart today? To understand that, to hold on to it. Well, in the first reading we heard about Moses. Now Moses, again, a remarkable figure of the Old Testament, the Old Covenant. And we're told about Moses, he was a man who could meet God face to face. If you imagine your best friend, well, Moses had the confidence and the grace that God was his best friend. And so we have a lovely glimpse of the life of Moses today. But it's in some ways an uncomfortable glimpse. The most basic task, the most basic aspect of the ministry of any priest of Jesus Christ Every minister of Jesus Christ, every priest of God, any minister of God, is to bring the people of God together. And that was what Moses had to do. But we 
told in today's first reading, this is a weight too hard for him to bear. He looked to the people of God and he despaired. He said, this is a weight too heavy for me. But the great thing about Moses is, he doesn't keep these thoughts to himself. He doesn't keep them inside himself where they would become destructive. No, he talks to God face to face. As one friend to another. And if we have confidence in God, if we have friendship with God, God never ever lets us down. And we're told in the first reading that the grace of God, the presence of God, transformed the ministry of Moses. Well, the middle reading, the second reading, again, a wonderful choice of reading because in that particular letter, I think uh, St. Paul wears his heart on his sleeve, as we say. In other words, he opens himself up and makes himself very vulnerable. And he says again, this is a weight too heavy for me to bear. If you know the letters of St. Paul, you'll know that in his attempt to bring the people of God together, he suffered greatly. He met many apparent defeats. He was aware mightily of his own weakness. He sometimes despaired. He certainly met an outside world that persecuted him, that was friendless in many ways. He had a real martyrdom in his ministry. And yet what did he say at the end of his letter today? He says, I'm always aware of the overwhelming power of God. Now I say that, Philip Thomas, because priesthood, the life ahead of you, is the most wonderful thing in the world. I can guarantee that. 35 years ordained. 35 years ago I was ordained in Whitechapel myself by Bishop Victor Guzzelli. But it's actually in some ways, well, the most difficult thing in the world. And even if I may say so, sometimes the most painful thing in the world. Because our Lord Jesus Christ, full of joy, full of obedience, full of love, actually walked towards the cross. He embraced the cross. He was crucified on the cross. Without the cross, there is no resurrection. Without the cross, there is no priesthood. And so, this should make us just pause for a moment. It should make us reflect honestly on who we are, where we are going, and also what we might face in this world. But always, we become aware that if we remain in Jesus Christ, if we remain in God, then all shall be well all manner of things shall be well. So I want you to be joyful today, Philip Thomas. I want you to be hopeful today. I want you to look forward to great joy, you know. Um, I'd almost say this, you know, in 35 years, every year of my life has been happier, more joyful than the year before. I think it is. That's true to say. Why? Well, because I trust God. Initially, I stumbled a little bit, you know, Things go wrong sometimes, things happen. But without a doubt, I believe and I proclaim the powerful grace of God. As so Paul says today, it's the grace of God, a power that we just cannot imagine. We can't fathom, and yet the reality is there. The reality will be yours as a priest of God. Now those are my few words this morning. You might think, gosh, has Bishop Allen finished preaching? No, I haven't. Because this is where I now move into the official bit. And um, I've got one or two words now that are, I think, very important um, at any ordination of a priest. 
so we've now reached half time. You can breathe a little bit. You can relax a little bit. And now I'm going to talk to you particularly, Brother Philip Thomas. Brother Philip Thomas, 